0: The fucking Miz is the WWE champion. Oh my gosh. Here we go. I'm ready to rock and roll, man. I got my my notes ready to go. My anger is... I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying to stay calm for y'all. Trust me. I don't want to scream during this review. But I might have to because of what happened in the main event y'all listen i'm gonna talk about the elimination chamber but i'm also gonna be talking about wrestlemania and the implications that we seen tonight in the main event alone this is the wrestling Takeover podcast this is your host jordan turner aka the creative king and his bitch bro yo edgar drop that intro let's give it to him Welcome to, <laughs> you're listening to the Wrestling Takeover, what is your name, with your host Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real, come on King, inside and outside the ring, let me make myself clear, he's got the band behind him King, it's time to take over King, are you ready, he's all fired up now King, take over, let's, 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 let's go, y'all was popping. Your creative king is ready to go, bro. I'm ready to rock and roll. Giving you guys my honest opinions. You see, because that's what we do on the podcast. You know, I'm not a narcissist at all. But when I'm right, oh, I love saying I'm right. And I went on Twitter today. We're going to start it off with this. So I was on Twitter. And um, make sure you guys go follow your boy at JT Takeover. I will follow you back. Please go do that for me. I'd really appreciate it. Now, let me continue. So I was on Twitter, right? And we seen the opener and we see Daniel Bryan win. And I immediately tweeted out, you know, kind of during the show. But towards the end of the match, I tweeted out, you know, we need to see Roman Reigns come out immediately after and have his match immediately. That tells a great story from a babyface perspective. And it'll make Roman Reigns even more of an asshole. What happened, you guys? That's exactly what we've seen. Daniel Bryan won, and Roman immediately came out. And the rest was history. Creative King isn't just a catchphrase, it's not anything like that, guys. I truly believe I am easily one of the most creative people and in and around the IWC and in the podcast realm. Known as professional wrestling. Yes. I'm a nobody. Absolutely. But I am slowly working my way up to be a somebody. My podcast is slowly getting up there and I am so internally grateful for each and every one of you that is going to be listening to my review of the elimination chamber. Again, thank you so much, you guys, for wanting to even listen to a dude that just loves to talk professional wrestling. You know we talk wrestling at its finest, right? wrestling talk at its finest. And that's what we're going to do on the podcast today. We're going to talk about the elimination chamber. We're going to also talk about WrestleMania implications. Now, what did you guys think of Chamber tonight? Did you guys think like me it was pointless? Was unnecessary? It didn't really need to happen. You know the rumors came out heading into chamber if you guys follow the news and rumors which i know you guys do like myself so we've seen a lot of news and a lot of rumors about oscar not having a match i feel so bad for oscar my condolences go out to oscar i feel so bad for that woman but A lot of rumors, a lot of speculation that WWE doesn't have a lot of matches on the card. They don't know what to do for Chamber. And also, they don't know what to do for Wrestlemania. Wrestlemania, man. It's not looking good, guys. It's not looking good. That's just my opinion. Now, let's kick it right off. With the opener bout of the Chamber. And that was... The number one contender's universal championship elimination chamber. You know, you have the participants. Y'all know if y'all watched, but I'm going to go over it. We had Kevin Owens. We had Baron Corbin. We had Jey Uso. We had Daniel Bryan. We had Cesaro. And we had Jey Uso. I want to say this right now. The elimination chamber... It's not what it used to be. You know that. I know that. Right? Let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100, bro. Real talk. You know? Let's not dance around the answer, man. A lot of people are scared to speak up. You know, I want to shout out JD from NY, man. Because that dude is a real motherfucker. You feel me? He talks his shit. He is so honest about the WWE product. And so am I. If you guys have been listening to the podcast since day one, y'all know I'm honest. I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm not a follower. I'm a leader, right? I'm always spitting facts. I'm always spitting the creative spin, right? I always add a dose of creativity to anything in terms of a discussion, a topic, in terms of WWE. I always do that. And like I said, I'm going to do that again tonight during this review. So, We had all those participants. The Elimination Chamber match happened, and it was actually great. It was a very enjoyable Elimination Chamber match. I predicted on Twitter that the last two men would be Cesaro and Daniel Bryan as they were the first two men to open the Elimination Chamber. Now... We've seen a lot of great spots during this match. We've seen Kevin Owens go up to the top of the pod and nail a backflip on all the opponents. Now, I didn't really, I I liked it, but then again, I didn't. And the reason why I'm going to say I didn't like it really is because as Kevin Owens was going to the top, we've seen the opponents just kind of look up at Kevin Owens like, when is he going to do it? When is he going to do it? You know, so at that point, I didn't like it, but the executions, it was great. It was great. So, really, no complaints, really, from that spot. It was a great spot. But, like I said, I didn't like the opponents just standing around waiting for Kevin Owens to fall. Now, we seen Jay Uso later on. He trapped Kevin Owens' right arm into the chamber. That looked brutal. It looked insane. You know, it looked like Jay Uso can just kick Kevin Owens' arm and it could snap instantly. Right? So, it looked a little brutal to me. So that was a nice spot. And we see Jay Uso as he had you know Kevin Owens' his right arm in the chamber. He nailed a super kick. He nailed a super kick. And I want to make this point. A DDT, a super kick. It was once a finishing move that ends opponents, right? It was, a, it was finishers that, end their opponents, now it's just a move that advances to another move, right? It's like a, a momentum swing. Okay, you hit a super kick, and then you hit another move, and then you hit another move. It's great on execution. It looks great. But I miss when finishers like the DDT, like the super kick, like the spear, you know, like the frog splash. Finishers like that years ago... Were finishers. Now, they're not finishers. That's just my opinion on that, man. But I just wanted to make that point. We've seen Cesaro and Daniel Bryan have a wrestling clinic. I got a lot of notes here, man. But we've seen Daniel Bryan and Cesaro have a wrestling clinic. It was great. It was entertaining. Now, as Daniel Bryan was going to the top rope, we've seen Daniel Bryan, you know, try to go for a move. And Cesaro lands a gut buster. That gut buster was absolutely brutal. Now, at the end of the day, Daniel Bryan won, you guys. Now, I don't know what you guys thought when Daniel Bryan won, but I listen, my internal thought when he won was, dude, no. No, 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 no. And the reason why I say no is because the story with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan is way bigger to have it be a one-off or mini feud. I did not like the way WWE booked this in terms of the match, in terms of Daniel Bryan winning. I love the outcome of what we saw after the match. You feel me? But Daniel Bryan winning and just being that placement, I didn't like that. Cesaro was going all the way. You know, why couldn't Cesaro get that win? I'd even go further and say, why didn't Jey Uso just lay down to the Tribal Chief? I don't know, man. I really didn't like that. Overall, the match was great. I enjoyed it. It was a great match. Now, the, you know, ending after the match, dude, Daniel Bryan was laid out cold. Roman Reigns is one just dick. What a dick is Roman Reigns, and I fucking love it. I love it, man. Roman Reigns is easily one of my favorite things in all of professional wrestling. He's the draw. He's the measuring stick, for sure. So Roman Reigns, he comes out nonchalant like, I planned this. I planned this this entire time. Commentators act in shock for no reason at all. Obviously, they play it up. Roman Reigns beats Daniel Bryan by a sleeper hold, right? Now, after the match, you know, we usually see WWE go to a commercial break or go to a backstage segment, or they, you know, do something before the next match is up. Roman Reigns won. He was celebrating. I swear to God, I'm not playing. I'm not saying this just because I have a podcast. I want you guys to believe Every word that comes out of my mouth on this podcast. I not only speak facts. I keep it real. And I'm creative as fuck. From a creative standpoint, nobody is on my level. I think the closest one is JD. But even I'm in more creative than JD from NY. That's just my opinion. But shout out to him. I love that guy. I'm always subscribed to him. I'm going to be listening to his... uh. Elimination Chamber coverage immediately after I'm done here. But I just wanted to make that point. Now, Daniel Bryan, he lost washy-washy by Bryan. That was fucked up. Roman Reigns celebrated, and I said to myself, where's Edge? I swear to God, I said, Edge is coming out right now. And immediately, Edge came out, speared the shit out of Roman Reigns. I loved it. I love the intensity. I love the fight feel. And I want to fucking call out everybody in the fucking IWC. All of you guys were like Drew McIntyre, Edge, WrestleMania. You guys were all to be made fools of. Why would you say that when you knew that was not going to be the case? That At that point, you guys were trying to be different. And I get you guys. But let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100. Y'all knew that Roman Reigns was going to face Edge. So stop it. All right. Nail in the coffin. You're buried. Stop it. Roman Reigns and Edge was going to be that match at WrestleMania. Bar none. Point taken. What we've seen with Edge spearing Roman Reigns was fucking fantastic. Fantastic. It was a fight feel, and I was hyped, bro. I was pumped. I really was. I was like, this is WrestleMania. This is a fucking main event. And the people on social media, they agree with me. Everybody in the community, majority of them, were hyped up about this. Edge, Roman Reigns, the main event of WrestleMania. But there's a problem before I move on to the second match. Or to the third match, excuse me. Edge. Adam Copeland, Edge, whatever the fuck you're called, okay? This is Jordan Turner. This is a passionate, loyal, and dedicated WWE fan since 1999. I am telling you right now. If you beat Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania, I'm going to have a big problem. I'm going to be pissed. I mean, I might be more pissed than what The Fiend lost to Bill Go- Listen, I still can't get over that. I will never forgive Bill Goldberg for that. I will never get over it. You guys have known, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, my anger for that match. It pisses me off. To this very day. And I will never get over it. Let me add Roman Reigns and Edge to that list. If Edge does a selfish fucking thing. I swear to God. And I have a podcast now. See, the other time I had a blog. So I couldn't, you know, verbally get my anger out. Nah, I got a podcast, baby. And I'm up and coming. I'm coming, bro. The Wrestling Takeover. The name of it, TakeOver. We're taking over from a creative perspective. We're going to take over the IWC. I promise you guys, we're a family, and I love each and every one of you that always listen. But Edge, I'm telling you, bro, I love you. I love you. I really do. You're great. I'm happy you're back. Phenomenal. You and Roman Promo-wise, are going to kill it with Paul Heyman. The match should be great. The storytelling should be phenomenal. But listen, I'm telling you right now, bro. If you beat Roman Reigns, my volcanic anger is going to be on another level. It's going to be on another level I Promise you. Do the right thing and lose to Roman Reigns. Now, I've seen people on social media, right? I never want to disrespect anybody. If you have a different opinion than I am, God bless you. That is your opinion. You stand tall with your opinion. I am a type of fan that is not going to criticize you I'm not going to call you a clown or anything like that because you have your opinion, and it's very powerful. I have my opinion, and it's very powerful, right? Don't be sheep. Don't be a sheep, right? Be a leader. And with my opinion on Edge in Roman, a lot of people don't agree with me, but there's a lot of people that do agree with me. Roman Reigns loses, you have killed everything with that guy. You have. You see, a lot of people don't understand that when I say that. Roman Reigns, you have rebirthed, Roman Reigns. Joe Y, you have absolutely been rebirthed. You are the Thanos of the WWE. I'm almost done. I'm going to move on a little bit, but I just want to make this point. Edge cannot lose to Roman Reigns. He can't. And he won't. Because if Edge is smart, he would do the right thing. He would look at the momentum of Roman Reigns and say to himself, I can't kill this. I can't kill this. And I won't kill this. I trust you, Edge. I love you. I will love you either way. But... You gotta do the right thing, dog. Please do the right thing at WrestleMania. Let's go, man. Match number three. This was for the United States Championship. Matt Riddle, Bobby Lashley, John Morrison, who won a fatal four-way qualifier because Keith Lee. I feel so bad for Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee is. He's uh I, I'm sorry for him. I'm sorry for him. His whole Monday Night Raw run has been an absolute joke. His theme song, gone. His look, gone. His momentum, gone. All three. You got one strike, two strikes, three strikes. You're out of here. You're out. You struck out. Keith Lee, you struck out. Go talk to Papa H. Tell him if you can go back down to NXT and stay there permanently. But we all know that's not going to happen. Rumors came out that Vince McMahon is not a fan of Keith Lee. And that's actually true because rumors legitimately came out, and that is exactly what it was titled. I don't know what's going on with Keith Lee. I'll explain Keith. I'll bring up Keith Lee in a little bit after I talk about this match. Now, Matt Riddle pinned John Morrison to become the new United States champion. (laughs) Matt Riddle, man, bro. I love it. I'm so happy for Matthew Riddle, man. I'm a big fan of that guy. And I'm so happy he has finally won a championship in the WWE. Great stuff. Now, that was a fun triple threat match. I enjoyed it. Bobby Lashley did not get penned. He didn't get penned. And we see Bobby Lashley later on in the night. But talking about this bout, Bobby Lashley didn't get pinned. He's booked strong. He's always been booked strong. This man loves Bobby Lashley, you can tell. And I love that to be the case. Because Bobby Lashley is a tough son of a bitch and he needs to be taken to be serious. Now, Matt Riddle, I proposed on Twitter that Matt Riddle needs to face Keith Lee for the United States Championship. And Bobby Lashley needs to turn his attention to the beast Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Wrestlemania. Let's make it happen, yo. Let's make it happen, man. Let's do it. That is the match, and it would flesh out the Wrestlemania card. Those are two great matches that are added to the Wrestlemania card. It's just something that I would love to see, so let's do it, man. I'm so happy for Matt Riddle, man. Good job. Match number four, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Bianca. Air versus the boss, the blueprint, the legend of the game. I'm definitely going to check out her Stone Cold session that took place earlier in the day. The women's champ, y'all. Sasha Banks. Guys, this match was awful. This match was absolutely awful. Isn't Reginald with um, Carmella, right? Reginald's with Carmella. He has an affectuation with Sasha Banks and brother I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You have a crush on Sasha. I don't blame you, man. Sasha Banks is very attractive. She's a bad She's a bad chick. You feel me? But I just don't understand why he's interfering. He interfered. He cost Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks the match. Now I will say Sasha Banks was made to look like an absolute fucking buffoon. I can't believe I said that because I love and adore Sasha Banks. But she was made to look like a buffoon. Reginald giving Sasha Banks, you know, alcohol, beverage, and Sasha Banks telling Reginald, like, what are you doing, what are you doing, all this other shit, woo, woo, woo. And not focusing on, you know, the champions. Not focusing on her opponent. So if I'm Bianca Belair... I'm not mad at Reginald. That's easy to be mad at Reginald. I'm mad at Sasha Banks. Like, yo, boss, right? You're a boss. You did not look like a boss in this instance. You were made to look like an absolute fool. That's just me if I'm Bianca. You know what I mean? So I thought that, you know, when they lost, which they did, I thought Bianca was going to be frustrated with Sasha and just attack her or Sasha was going to get upset by Bianca Belair slipping up and attacking Bianca Belair post-match. We did not see that. We did not see that. We'll see what happens. I'm still believing Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks is happening at WrestleMania. It just makes sense. And that's exactly what it looks like we're going to get. We're just waiting for the official announcement. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler retained the women's tag team championships. And it looks like we're getting Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, an episode of NXT for the women's championship. Nia Jax is going to be on TV, you guys. Nia Jax is going to be on NXT. (laughs) That's awful. Fuck Nia Jax. Nia Jax sucks. I'm not a fan. She's going to be on the next team. That's insane. Whatever. This was a boring match. I can't believe I'm even saying that because I love Bianca Belair. I love Sasha. But these four women do not work well together at all. It just didn't click. It was very boring. It was very slow, methodical. You know, Sasha and Bianca are fast paced. I was just not a fan of this whatsoever. The women's championships need to go. You guys know my opinion on that. Bring in a mid-card championship. Get rid of the women's tag team championships. But we all know that is not happening. If that's not going to happen, make an actual women's division, please. Make an actual women's tag team division if you're not going to get rid of those titles. Match number five. You guys, the WWE Championship was the main event. Where's Asuka? Where's Asuka? Um, I pitched on the podcast. I pitched on Twitter. That uh, we need to see Asuka. If she's not going to defend the championship against Lacey Evans. She needs to defend it against Charlotte Flair or Rhea Ripley. You guys... Asuka was absolutely disrespected tonight. She was disrespected. And that's fucked up. They have treated Asuka as an absolute joke. Literally a clown. They have treated Asuka. She doesn't deserve that. She doesn't deserve that, man. It's insane how they've been treating her, man. It's, It's fucked up. It's fucked up. And I don't know what the direction is for the Raw Women's Championship. I've pitched countless times that Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley is the best story for the Raw Women's Championship. Yes, am I pretty much putting Asuka to the wayside? Yes. But for the greater story, right? Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, two. This time it's for the Raw Women's Championship, it's gotta happen. That didn't happen. Okay? I heard people say Peyton Royce versus Asuka. That would be stupid. But at least Asuka would have been on the card. That didn't happen either. People were even throwing around somebody named uh, Rhea Ripley coming in and making a big splash, winning the Raw Women's Championship, maybe getting a triple threat match at WrestleMania between Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and Rhea Ripley. You guys, that didn't happen either. WWE, your women's division shit. You know it. I know it. We all know it. You have been disrespecting Asuka. And it's gotten to a point where there's people on social media really just furious. And I don't blame each and every one of you. I don't blame you guys for being frustrated. Do better, WWE. Do better. Up next in the main event... This was for the WWE Championship as it was up for grabs. The champion, Drew McIntyre, facing off against Sheamus, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, and the phenomenal AJ Styles. You guys, I, like I said, I love coming up with ideas, man. I really do. They're better than WWE's. You know it. I know it. I said, how about The Fiend come out and... Get rid of Randy Orton. Have him come in and be the substitute for Randy Orton. That didn't happen. Okay, that's one. Number two, how about The Fiend and we see Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton towards the end of the match or the last two in. The Fiend comes out, costs Randy Orton the match, Drew McIntyre retains. That didn't happen either. Okay. Now, overall, this match was, listen, I thought the first chamber match was better. This match was Okay. It wasn't anything exciting, but it wasn't boring at the same time. I I will say it was a good match. But like I said, the Elimination Chambers just don't feel the same, man. I can remember years ago with uh, Elimination Chamber matches, and I know you guys can do it as well, where the Elimination Chamber matches just felt special. It just felt different. You feel me? These Chamber matches now, they don't feel the same. Gimmick matches got to go. Gimmick pay-per-views got to go. You only need to bring the gimmick matches, when a feud calls for it. I will sit by that throne. First of all, I'm the creative of kings, so I already have a throne. I'm sitting on that damn thing proud. Listen, the gimmick pay-per-views gotta go. The gimmick matches gotta go. You only bring it out when it calls for it, when a feud calls for it, when a situation in terms of a championship match pause for it. Awful. Awful, awful. The show was pointless. Show didn't do nothing at all. The match was great. Every man in this match busted their ass. Every man in the first Elimination Chamber match of the night busted their ass. I love the interaction between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. It kind of had a fight feel to it. I'm not a big fan of Sheamus, but it it, it kind of had that fight feel. Let me know what you guys think about that, you know, situation in that sequence between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. At the end of the day, Drew McIntyre retained. No fiend. Where's the fiend? Where is the fiend? I miss the fiend. I want the fiend. Where is the fiend? I miss him. Let me in. I thought we were going to let you in tonight, Fiend. I thought we were going to let you in tonight, bro. I guess not. You might really be saved for Peacock. You legitimately might be saved for Peacock. Or maybe tomorrow night. I don't know. You need to come out when it calls for it. You need to come out when it's important. Don't just fucking appear. You know? Everyone's anticipating The Fiend anyways. Like It's not even a shocker anymore. Everybody not only is anticipating The Fiend, but everybody wants The Fiend. People saying The Fiend's dead. Give me a break. The Fiend is not dead. Cut the bullshit. Cut the fucking narrative. That's your narrative, and you want it to put it on everybody else. Not everybody else has that opinion. Right? Fiend's not dead. Cut it out. The Fiend's not dead. Fuck out of here, man. Watch when he comes out. Watch the social media attention. Watch everybody just talk about the fiend again. Cut it out, man. Cut it out with that shit. Drew McIntyre retained in a hard-fought bout. Randy Orton got eliminated by Kofi Kingston. That's insane. I was shocked and kind of disappointed. Because then Kofi got eliminated afterwards. So why was you eliminating Randy? You weren't gonna do anyways. You got eliminated it, you know, later on in the night. So I mean, I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. But uh Drew McIntyre retained and um listen. <laughs> listen, the way he retained was great, by the way. Now we seen Drew McIntyre, he won via landing a Claymore kick to AJ Styles as AJ Styles went to the rope, and did a springboard phenomenal forearm attempt, but got nailed with a claymore. That was a beautiful spot. A real, real beautiful spot by AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. I was pretty surprised that AJ was the last one in, but then again, this is AJ Styles. Give me a fucking break. This is the phenomenal one. I am not going to disrespect AJ Styles like that. Give me a break. Now, after the match was over ladies and gentlemen I swear to God again I might be not in this bitch but I said immediately after oh no oh shit the Miz is coming out because usually the little logo on the left side would come up and you know it would the show would be over we didn't have that so I'm like okay the Miz is coming out I'm absolutely terrified. What happened? The Miz came out. And I'm saying to myself, yo, there's no way, bro. Right? There's no way. Oh, there's a way. Oh, there's a way, motherfucker. His name is Vince McMahon. He can do what he wants when he wants. He's the chairman. He's the boss. Miz is the WWE champion, you guys. Miz is the WWE champion. Now, what happens at WrestleMania? Well, before I talk about WrestleMania, I want to conclude this review by saying the Elimination Chamber overall was a waste of fucking time. It did not feel special at all. But I will give it a thumbs up up show it's a thumbs up in my book now the overall grade that i'm gonna give elimination chamber i'm gonna give it a c plus yes you heard it here on the wrestling takeover i am giving the elimination chamber 2021 a c plus it's just my opinion. Now, WrestleMania. You know there was WrestleMania implications in this, right? I'll be back. Now, I'm going to take a little break. Now, when I get back the second half of the podcast, listen, y'all, I'm not done yet. I am not done yet. I'm still going to talk about Chamber a little bit, but majority of it is going to be the rest talking about WrestleMania. And my thoughts on some of the matches I see happening and some circumstances that I can possibly see. I'm gonna be throwing out every single scenario. Y'all, I'm the creative king. I'm creative. I'm creative. I don't just write this shit on a piece of paper, bro. They're all coming from the mind of me. You see, I'm different than everybody else. People aren't on my level in terms of creativity, they're not. They're not. Listen, on my blog, on the Wrestling Vibes blog, I did 100 of the WWE storylines, 100. And then I did another 34 where I did WWE wrestlers versus other wrestlers outside of the WWE. So I did a total of 134 storylines total. Nobody can even do 20. No one can do 50. No one can do 100. Nobody can. Except for me. You see, after and then later on, I ran my own little promotion. Right? And I named 34 episodes. And then I know I said, you know what? I'll do a little bit more. So I stopped at a total of 44. Guys, I want you to know the creative king is just not a catchphrase. It's not. It's the way my mentality is when I talk about pro wrestling. I always think about creative stuff to help the WWE. I want to be a writer for the WWE. I'm not going to stop until I'm a writer for that company. If Vince is there or not. I know my ideas are good. My intentions are good. They might come off as me being a narcissist, but I don't want to be labeled as that. I'm truly not that. I'm just passionate about my creativity, you guys. That's all. I'm just a wrestling fan that loves coming up with ideas and talking to my audience, my loyal audience, about some ideas that I'm thinking of. And that's what I'm going to be doing in a second after I take this little break. And we're going to be talking about WrestleMania 37 and every single match that might be a possibility. I'll see- Let's pop it. I'm back. Let's go. WrestleMania 37 after what happened at Elimination Chamber. I'm going to talk about Asuka first. Like I said, I feel bad for Asuka. She deserves a lot better than what she's been getting right now. And I just don't know where they're going to go. I thought Charlotte Flair was going to come out. I thought Charlotte Flair was going to challenge Asuka. I thought Charlotte Flair was going to beat Asuka. And then I thought we were going to see Rhea Ripley come out. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Asuka, her reign. I've been saying it on the podcast, and I don't mean this with any disrespect. So please do not construe my words. Because I hate when people do that. I hate when people turn my words. Okay? Listen to what I'm about to say. And have your opinion as you will. Asuka's reign as Raw Women's Champion has been absolutely God awful. That is not her fault. That is the WWE's fault. That is Vince McMahon's fault. Why did you give her the championship if you did not have any plans? Now, I don't know where they go. I still believe we need to get Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte for the Raw Women's Championship. Because the story just makes a lot of sense, you guys. It really does. The redemption of Rhea Ripley needs to be in effect. Charlotte Flair winning the Raw Women's Championship, I know. Listen, this is coming from a person. right? This is coming from a wrestling fan. That is not a big fan of Charlotte Flair. In fact, I think she's incredibly overrated. She's great in the ring, but I think she's overrated. Right? But the story of Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair just makes sense. And it's something that would really come full circle for Rhea Ripley. She lost the NXT Championship to Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair beats Asuka. Rhea Ripley wants first dibs. She has to beat Asuka to get there. You have that at Fastlane. Asuka, Rhea Ripley, number one contenders match. The winner faces Charlotte Flair, WrestleMania, WWE, Vince, Triple H. If y'all listening to me, bro, if you're listening to me, I speak facts, bro. My creativity is on another level. Shout out to NF, man. Another level is my creativity. I'm telling you, that makes so much sense. Charlotte Flair winning and beating Oscar. I'm sorry. I love Asuka to death. If I'm Oscar, like I said, I'm going to Papa H and I'm asking him if I could be sent back down to NXT. That's number one. Number two, Rhea Ripley, the redemption of Rhea Ripley going one-on-one against Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship makes a lot of sense. Or what you can do is you can do a triple threat. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Asuka. What in the fuck is the WWE thinking? I feel like they're going back and forth. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want to do. And it feels like they are waiting for Becky Lynch. They are waiting for Ronda Rousey. And I have been saying this ever since I've started the podcast, bro. Since I started this wrestling podcast journey. I said Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey doesn't need a women's championship. Their feud is already built up from within. They don't need it. I don't know what the WWE is doing. That's my thoughts on the Raw women's championship situation heading towards WrestleMania. Asuka deserves better. Next up, Drew McIntyre. He lost tonight. I don't know where they're going. I really don't know where the WWE is going with Drew McIntyre. Now, I'm going to bring up The Miz as well. He's the WWE champion. And I want to immediately throw this in right now. They are not doing bad. Bunny versus The Miz. They're not. But... It's an idea that goes through my mind, y'all. These are ideas that flow in my mind all the time. There's a lot of ideas that run through my head. Bad Bunny versus The Miz was one of them. I even tweeted it out on Twitter. Just imagine if they do The Miz versus Bad Bunny for the WWE Championship. So help me God if they do that match. They're not doing it, though. They're not that stupid. There's no way. Listen. It's very difficult to come up with an idea of what they're going to do with the WWE championship. But like I said, I'm a different breed. I'm a different cat. I'm different than everybody else. I come up with ideas so quick on a whim. This is what I see and what I believe the WWE might do. So listen very carefully. I believe Drew McIntyre will get the championship back. I see The Miz being a transitional WWE champion. Because if you heard months ago, The Miz went on interviews and stated that before he retires, he wants to be a WWE champion one more time. So he got the championship. He might get it one more time. So I'm going to relax. I don't think The Miz is going into WrestleMania as the WWE champion. I think this is a reward for his contributions to the WWE The Miz. Because I definitely see The Miz possibly retiring officially soon. That's just a fan theory for me. I didn't hear any rumors about that. It's just a fan theory. And he might go into Hollywood full time. While also staying in WWE but just not wrestling. So Drew McIntyre might get his championship back at Fastlane if he does Bobby Lashley needs to be the immediate opponent at Wrestlemania Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre a rematch from Backlash for the WWE Championship they can do that the story makes sense that's number one number two Brock Lesnar can come back get a match with Miz Squash Miz beat him he's the WWE Champion again Drew McIntyre comes back He wants his championship back. Now he has to go through Brock Lesnar again. Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, too, at WrestleMania. God help us all. I don't want to see that. Number three. And someone mentioned this on Twitter. What about Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania? Miz, Bobby Lashley helped you beat Drew McIntyre. He took out McIntyre for you. You got to give Bobby Lashley dibs, right? It just makes sense. So why not we do this? Bobby Lashley Miz at Fastlane. Bobby Lashley beats, you know, he beats the Miz. He gets the WWE Championship. Brock Lesnar appears out of nowhere and goes after Bobby Lashley in the WWE Championship. We get Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That's a dream match. And it's for the WWE Championship. Sign me up. Or we get that. But Drew McIntyre wants his title back too. So we get that. A triple threat match as well. So there's possibilities that can happen. Like I said. At the end of the day. I believe The Miz is a transitional WWE Champion. You heard it here. On the Wrestling Takeover. Let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. Let's go. Let's do it. Add Bailey. Let's do it too. I don't mind that. Bailey has beef with Sasha and Bianca. Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. Bailey versus Sasha versus Bianca. Triple threat. We could do that as well. I'm not going to complain about that. But if we do Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, what happens to Bailey? If you guys didn't listen to Hot Topics, number 17, you guys would know that I, you know, I brought it up. I didn't come up with this, but I brought it up as a possible suggestion match for Bailey at WrestleMania. Originally, I said AJ Lee versus Bailey, but that's not happening. Stephanie McMahon versus uh, bailey that's not happening either. It would make sense, but it's not happening either. Bailey went on Twitter a couple days ago and called out Io Shirai. The best wrestler on the planet is Io Shirai. She's the best female wrestler on the planet. Sadly, she is better than Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is too. But Io Shirai is one in my personal opinion. That's just me. And this is coming from a Sasha Banks mark and I think Io Shirai is better. So Bailey called out the best in the world, Io Shirai. What about Bailey going after the NXT Women's Championship and do not tell me right now. Oh, this is a Charlotte Flair thing over and over again. No, man. The difference is Bailey would put over Io Shirai. You see if this was Charlotte Flair again, Charlotte Flair's not putting over Io Charlotte Flair ain't putting over Io. Give me a break. I don't think she will. She didn't put over Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, where everybody and their mother wanted Rhea Ripley to win. It made sense. They didn't do it. So what makes you think Charlotte Flair is going to put over someone like Io Shirai? Give me a break, man. You can do Bailey Io Shirai, WrestleMania for the NXT Women's Championship I believe NXT might not have a takeover, so you got to have at least one or two NXT matches at WrestleMania. you got the NXT Championship at WrestleMania, which I believe will happen. I hope it happens, actually. It's actually being rumored that it might happen. They might have an NXT Championship match at WrestleMania. Why not have Io Shirai, too, bitch? You're going to have Finn Balor. You better have Io Shirai. Period. So, EO versus Bailey, Let's go. Bianca, Sasha Banks. Let's go. Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, too. This time it's for the Raw Women's Championship. Let's go. Edge versus Roman Reigns. Let's go. Randy Orton most likely is going to face The Fiend. All right. Whatever. What about the phenomenal AJ Styles? I pitched Triple H. I pitched Triple H. We all pitched Triple H. Triple H versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Triple H coming out telling AJ Styles, oh yeah, you think you're the modern day Shawn Michaels, huh, bitch? You ain't Shawn Michaels. You will never be Shawn Michaels. There is your blueprint right there. Easy. I gave it to you. Use it. What about the SmackDown Tag Team Championships? I got the Usos, right? I got the Usos, and this is just me. If I'm in charge, the Undisputed Era is going to come up to main roster. Undisputed Era versus the Usos SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Or you can do the Street Profits, Undisputed Era, and Usos for the tag team titles. The Raw Tag Team Championships, I don't know. I really don't know. Don't really care, to be honest with you. Goes to show you the Raw Tag Team division is awful. How about you intertwine both Tag Team Championships? You get one Tag Team Championship match at WrestleMania, and that Tag Team Champion is the one and only Tag Team Champion. You put two and two together. Both divisions folded into one. Sounds good to me, man. Sounds great to me. Listen. Shane McMahon is rumored to face Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Please know. I don't want to see that. You don't want to see that. Let's not do that. Now, I'm just speaking in terms of what happened after the Elimination Chamber. I'm just coming up with some match suggestions. But overall, this is the Elimination Chamber review. And I'm going to end it with talking about the Elimination Chamber. The structure. It's dead. It needs to go back. Away. For a couple years. Like I said earlier in the review, you bring it out when it calls for it. Just like you bring out Hell in a Cell, you bring up any other stipulation match when it calls for it, when a feud calls for it, when a title match calls for it. That's how I stand with it. These is gimmick pay-per-views need to go. Overall, Elimination Chamber was a successful show. It was a successful show. And... That's really all I have in terms of chamber, you guys. It it just wasn't, the hype wasn't real. And as a fan, I hate when that happens. You know, because they have a great video package. WWE has the best video package in the business. I hate watching shows that have no meaning and no importance. It just really irks the shit out of me. It really irks the shit out of me. Drew McIntyre lost. Miz won. Daniel Bryan won, but ultimately lost. It's not going to lose against the Tribal Chief. Give me a break. This is Roman Reigns, man. The Women's Tag Team Championships didn't do much for me at all. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks deserve better than that. Wasn't a fan of that at all. Asuka is being disrespected. And, um... There really wasn't really any WrestleMania matches to come out of this show. Now, I believe we're going to see something at Fastlane. We're going to see something at Fastlane. Going into Monday Night Raw, the Miz is champion. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. It really is because Miz is the champion. You know, we got Randy Orton. What's going to happen to him? Asuka. What's going on with Oscar? Asuka. But, you guys, that's about it. Elimination Chamber talk right here on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the review just as much as I did. I'm the best at what I do. I am the creative king. If you don't like that name, I don't know what to tell you. It's not cockiness, it's confidence. I want to give you guys the best wrestling talk in and around the IWC on the podcast round. And right now I feel like I am doing a phenomenal job this far. You guys are listening to the podcast and it's slowly getting traction. Now, the podcast will be on YouTube this year. I'm waiting for the right time to put it on YouTube, but it will be on YouTube. Please, if you guys do not mind, I would love if you guys please go and subscribe and follow the Wrestling Takeover. Just go and type in the Wrestling Takeover on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Podbeam, Google Play, etc. Type in the Wrestling Takeover. It pops up. Press follow or press subscribe if they have one of those options, which they do. So press one of those options. And I would really appreciate it. Follow me on social media, on Twitter. You guys heard my at. So go follow me on there. Follow me on Instagram at the Wrestling Takeover. We're doing great there. We're building a family up there. So I would appreciate if you guys follow me on Instagram. If you guys want to follow my personal Instagram, it's up to you guys. You guys can follow me at JT Takeover1. I would really appreciate it. That, And lastly, if you guys have any questions at all and you guys want me to do a Q&A, because I do want to intertwine a Q&A into my podcast, but it all depends on how many questions I get. If you guys want to ask me any questions, you guys can do that by sending in the questions at my business email, and this is all lowercase, so... It's Jordan, M-T-U-R-N, at gmail.com. So I would appreciate if you guys all send me some questions that I could possibly do a future Q&A down the line. I really want to do that. I really want to be interactive as I possibly can for you guys because I wouldn't really be here without you guys following the podcast on all social media platforms and all of the podcast realm. We're killing it. I'm a small fish in a big pond. I'm just taking it day by day. I'm taking it podcast per podcast episode. We're doing great things on the Wrestling Takeover. I am wanting to get merchandise out there. It all depends on how big the podcast gets. So it's really up to you guys. I'm pushing it out there. I'm promoting it as much as I can. If you guys want to promote it, you know, help me promote it as well. I would love that. You know, I would love that. I would really appreciate it if you guys would do that. It's up to you guys. And this was the Elimination Chamber 2021 review slash results. It's in the books. This is all I got. I had a great time watching the Elimination Chamber. I had a blast, as always, covering the show right here on the Wrestling Takeover. We're taking over the iwc we're being creative every single time and i'm truly blessed and i love each and every one of you god bless and i will see you tomorrow for monday night raw coverage review slash results this is the creative king and i'm signing off on the podcast i'm putting my crown down for the night you guys take care i got the Glock in my room. Seventeen shots, no thirty-eight Yeah, I got the Glock in my robbie Seventeen shots, no thirty-eight Yeah, she's fine Wondering will she be mine Walk past, I press rewind See that ass one more time And I got this soda